you have just tuned into the Being One podcast. Hey, 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 it's your girl Samantha Laguerre on the Being One podcast, the podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. Well, hello, everyone. I'm so excited for today's episode of the Being One podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank everyone for sharing and liking this podcast um, sharing it with your friends and family the love the amount of love and support that I have received thus far is something that I cannot be shy about that I cannot be quiet about so I thank you so 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 much and even the feedback I have received thus far the testimonies it's like wow it, it was confirmation that you know this is exactly where God needs me and this is exactly what he needs me to do and so for that I say thank you and glory be to God of course praises all to God because again it's not me I could never take credit for this but it's all God and I'm just so humble for him to use me and I also want to encourage you all if you have not please subscribe so that you can receive the notifications when I do put out a new episode. Um, So my goal is to have an episode out every Wednesday. So this will be a weekly podcast. Today's episode, um, we're going to talk about spending time with God and being intentional and just reading your word, right? It's not even the amount of time that we spend with God. It's just the fact that we spent time with him, you know? It's just about us being intentional, knowing that, okay, like, God, I have to be somewhere in, like, 45 minutes. And, you know, I what I desire is to spend longer time with you. But if we just go up about our days and didn't spend any time with God, what is that doing for him? What is that doing even for us? Maybe there was something that he needed to tell you or there's something that he needed to show you that morning. But because we just decided to skip that whole process that whole alone time with God and go about our days we miss what he wanted us to do that day like we miss the purpose in that day because we missed that alone time with God so what I'm trying to tell you all um, again we're kingdom citizens we're striving for perfection we're just striving to be one with God and like God he it's not about the amount of time and I think religious people they're gonna you know, push that on you or make you feel less than if you can't spend five hours with God, you know, during the day or three hours or two hours. It's not even about that. Like it's it's not a competition, y'all. It's really not. And if we can be one with that, like if we can all come to a common ground that it's not a competition, then we could really soar and get to that level where we can know God for ourselves if we can understand that it's not a competition and sometimes in competitions if you feel intimidated by a person who may be faster than you stronger than you if you see that person in the race you may not even want to run the race you know or you're just going to assume that that person's going to win and so you're not going to try as hard and that happens many times in the body of Christ and in churches we see people who seem like they're way ahead of us who seem like they just know the Bible. They just can quote all these scriptures. And we can feel intimidated sometimes. And in, in that intimidation, we will just shy off. Like, we'll just be like, well, I'm not there. So let me just let them do them. And I'm just going to sit back. And I'll just, you know, come to church and just listen to what they have to say. Because we feel like the way they make it seem is that it's competition. And if you don't know your word, they're going to look at you some type of way. 
And that's not that's not that's not what it is, y'all. Like that's not what it is. God is so loving. And it's not about how many scriptures you can quote. It's just about your heart, really. Like, he's he's so focused on our heart. And as human beings, we can only see the outside. We can only see what people show us. But God knows our true selves. And I know people like to quote, well, God knows my heart. Yes, that's true. Um, he definitely does know your heart. But at the same time, we sometimes we don't even know. We don't know our hearts the way God knows our hearts, you know. And even though you may feel like what you're doing is out of you know good intentions it may not be the pure intention you know so all of this to say is don't don't shy god off in the mornings like don't 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 just take god out of your day because you can't spend the hour or the three hours that your pastor you know says he spends with god no give him that five minutes give him that 10 minutes i told you guys in the beginning that I always ask God to show me things in the natural because when he shows me things in the natural, I can tie it in and it makes so much more sense. Imagine you're married or imagine you're you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, somebody that you love or talking to courting. And well, we're going to talk on the terms of being married because being married, you're actually one and you're you know living in the same house, living in the same room that you guys wake up side by side. Right. And imagine you usually spend you wake up early you and your spouse and you guys spend like an hour speaking to each other you know before you guys go and start your day or maybe you spend 30 minutes or 45 minutes speaking to each other right um and imagine one day that you're just in a rush and you just don't say anything like you don't even say good morning you don't say have a good day you don't say anything to your spouse you just wake up do what you have to do and just go like how would they feel how would you feel how would you feel if you're used to speaking to somebody every day and just because they couldn't spend the 30 minutes, they just decided not to speak to you at all? Like they just went about their day. Like you would feel some type of way. I would feel some type of way, honestly. Like, I mean, OK, I understand you didn't have time, but you could have at least said good morning. Have a good day, you know. So it's the same way with God, y'all. Like it's it's not about the timing. It's not about how long we can do it for. No, it's just about us being intentional and just including God in our day, like telling him that he's so important that God, even though I can't spend the 35 minutes today, I'm going to spend 15 minutes and be intentional about it. You know, pray and ask God, God, where in your word should I go? What is it that I need to know this morning? Because guess what? And I'm going to speak my real life, like real life. Um, that I've had where, you know, I did spend time with God in the morning and it was crazy because during the day, um, later on that day, someone would ask me a question or I would have, I would engage in a conversation with someone and everything that I was, that I needed to say to them had to do with what I read that morning or what God placed on my heart that morning. And I always think like when I go back home, like, man, God, if I didn't, if I wasn't intentional about spending time with you this morning or actually reading your word this morning, I would not have been able to um, speak life into that person's situation or give them that word that they so needed. And I know sometimes we can be a little selfish and we want everything to be about ourselves. But, so, you know, like I realized on this journey that it's really not even about me. Like the things that I study, reading God's word and just spending time with God, it's really not even about me, um, but about other people because there are people out there that are depending on you, that 
you're literally going to be the only God sometimes that they will see. They may not have that motivation or they may not have grown up in the background where their family is Christian or their family believes in God. And so just by the way you're kind to them or the way that you're patient with them, they're going to be able to experience the God through you. So it's important that we stay connected to God and we are intentional about spending time with him, no matter how the duration is going to be. It doesn't matter if it's two minutes, y'all. Like, God can do so much in two minutes. Like, don't just close that whole book thinking that, oh, I mean, I only have two minutes. You know, God, he can't use me in that two minutes or he can't, I can't really spend intentional time with him in that two minutes because so-and-so told me they do 45 minutes. No, there are some mornings where it's really quick and I just say, God, thank you for waking me up this morning. And I say a quick prayer and, you know, just telling God to just use me in the day. And I'll put on my worship music. And while I'm in the shower, continue my prayer. You know that the prayer doesn't have to be confined to just your bed or just, you know, you kneeling on the floor. Like you can bring it to the bathroom, put on your worship music, be in the shower, pray to God, ask God, talk to God. Like it's not just in the closet, in your secret place, like wherever you are, it could be your secret place in your car, on your way to work. You know, turn the music off, turn the radio off and just have that alone time with God. There's so many ways where we can include God in our day. And he'd rather us do that because that shows that we desire him for real, that we are very adamant about being intentional with God and wanting to include him in our days we just have to put in the work we just have to show him I don't care where I am God I could um, be at work and on my lunch break and I didn't read my bible okay let me go in my car or let me go in the corner and open up the bible app I encourage you guys if you don't have the bible app download the bible app on your phone you know we don't usually carry if you do have a physical bible you don't usually carry a physical bible everywhere it's somewhere that you know it stays home or, you know, you'll take it to church or you'll take it to um, Bible study with you. But on your day to day tasks, like going to work, going to school, you usually have your phone, but not your Bible. So download the Bible app. When you have that time out before class, that break before class, you can open up the Bible app and read a chapter, read a scripture, read a devotional. Just include God in your day. And I'm going to tell you, like when you include God in your day, your day is going to be so much purposeful. And yeah, because I've gone days and I didn't get into my word. I don't know if you can relate, but how I am is like if I'm on a roll with something like, okay, God, every morning I'm just reading my word and I just spend all this time with God and I do this, this and this. And if I fell off of it, I will just be like, ah, and I was doing so good. Now I fell off. Now I feel like a failure. Now I don't want to do it anymore. I don't know if you guys can relate, but that's me. Like that's literally me. And God had to tell me like, no, why are you doing that? Like, you have to understand you're not perfect, Samantha. Like, you're not perfect. I'm not looking for a perfect person. I'm just looking for a heart that is willing. And if we can show God that, God, I'm willing. Like, God, I want to include you. Like, I want you to know that you are very important to me. Then he's going to honor that. It's not, we can't be so uh, close-minded, not even close-minded, but, you know, putting on your bio, God first and it's all about God or it's all about Jesus or, you know, all these things that we love to quote and we love to put out there. But we saying all of this, but during our days, you know, wake up in the morning or even in the afternoon or even at night, we never open the word of God. We never even acknowledged him. How is that being God first? We're, we're false advertisement. That's literally what it is. Like you're promoting false advertisement. That's false advertisement because People are going to see that on your bio and say, oh, God first. Like they're going to assume God first in their life for real. But you didn't even 
thank God for waking you up this morning? How is that really putting God first? That's just something to think about. But yeah, like that was just really heavy, heavy, heavy on my heart because I know a lot of us, there may be many of you guys who are going through that. And so I just want to tell you guys, like, it doesn't matter how much time you spend, just spend the time with God. Just like if you were married, they wouldn't care how long you can spend. If that day, you know, was a rush day or you, you woke up a little too late, at least say good morning. You know what I mean? Like show that person that you care and that you're you're glad that you were able to wake up and still be next to that person. Just like God, like he's just waiting for us to acknowledge him. And of course, you know, I say that we're going to get into the word. Of course, I'm going to turn to Joshua 1 verse 8 and I'm going to read the NLT version, which is the New Living Translation. Um, on this podcast, I'm just going to stick to this um, translation because it's very to the point and I don't have that much time with you guys to like actually go in in-depth study because my physical Bible is actually in the King James Version. But on the Bible app, I, I have downloaded multiple translations just because the King James Version is, is pretty difficult, like the language that they use. And I've like grown up on the King James Version and I remember being younger and I did not understand anything. Like I thought the Bible was really boring because I never understood the language. Um, but I just still use it because I like to study from it. I like to look at the original translation and the words that were used in the King James Version and just, you know, go in depth with translating the, the words and things like that. But I also read um, from the NIV versions most times in the NLT. The NIV, I would say to be careful with because I look at my King James Version and the NIV um, version, like I'll compare it. And I found that the NIV, which is the New International Version, there are some verses or like sections of the Bible that they literally just took out just has me really confused like why would you take out a whole section I'll read from my bible and I go to the NIV on my app and I'm like wait why doesn't it say this like it's missing a whole sentence so just be cautious if you do have the NIV version bible to you know download another translation and compare them so that way you're not missing out important information because I found that I think I was reading in Hebrews the other day and NIV was missing like a whole sentence that was very important to the verse, to the um, to the chapter. So just that's, you know, just be aware if if you do study or read from the NIV version that they do take out some um, sentences and and parts from the Bible. So um, I'm going to read from the NLT version and I'm going to Joshua 1. And I'm going to start, well, I'll just summarize for you all. So basically, the Lord in Joshua 1 is giving Joshua charge. So Moses um, just died. And if you don't know too much about Moses, Moses, he was used in Egypt to basically free God's people from the ruling of the Egyptians. And so he led them on this journey on the desert. You know, he was very close to God. He went on the mountains. It was through Moses that we got the Ten Commandments. Um, So a lot of things happened under Moses. Like he was literally God's right-hand man to lead the people out of Egypt. And he went through a lot with the people. And so after Moses died, Joshua, which was like Moses's like assistant, he gave him charge. And I'm going to read starting from verse 7. Joshua 1 verse 7 in the NLT version, it says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave to you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you'll be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And 
reading this is very important because he just elevated Joshua in a way. Uh, Moses was the person that the people depended on because he had a very close relationship with God. And now Moses died. And now God is giving Joshua the authority. Like he's putting Joshua in charge. And he's telling Joshua in order to be successful and in order to prosper in this season of your life and, and with this position that I've given you, you need to study the book of instruction, which is the book of life. And you must meditate on it day and night so that you will be able to obey everything in it. And only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And that is a word for someone listening. That is a word for you that God, he's he, He's been downloading some things in you. There's some things that he's calling you to there's some leadership position there's a there's a promotion in your job and you're not quite sure how you can handle this new promotion um it could be spiritually it can be in the natural it could be physically and you're not sure like how god can i do this and he's telling you today you must meditate on his word you must meditate on the word you must open up the bible and you must meditate on his word because only then will you know what you need to do only then Will you know the instructions and direction he needs you to take in, in, in your life? You must be in tune with the word of God. And only then will you be able to prosper in this, this season of life that you're in. Only then will you be able to succeed in all that you do. And I remember, you know, when I was younger, I I don't know if you guys know about AZ Lyrics, but AZ Lyrics was like bookmarked on my computer. And why was AZ Lyrics bookmarked on my computer? Because I made it my duty. Like I was very intentional about memorizing and knowing all the lyrics to the songs that would come out on the radio. And I know probably you guys can relate because when I would go to school, everybody knew the lyrics. Like we would literally print out lyrics and just study them and memorize them. And when we would hear the song, we knew all of the words. Like, I remember it was so bad that I used, to, I don't think we had a printer. I don't remember if we had a printer in my house at that time, but I used to tell my mom, like, mom, I need to, I need to print something out for school. And we used to have to go to the library. And y'all, I was printing out AZ lyrics. Like, it was that deep. Like, I was printing out the lyrics so that I can study the, the words and know the song. And if the song came on, trust and believe, Samantha knew all of the words. And God was showing me that, like, remember when you used to, you know, study, you know, these secular songs and you knew all the words to Beyonce and Sierra and Jay-Z and, you know, Lil Wayne and Future. Remember that? And I'm like, yes, 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 God, I remember. And it's just like, you remember how you were just so intentional that you had to even lie sometimes like you had to hide the fact that you were oh yeah I we were we did have a printer and I had to use the ink y'all and remember I, okay like I'm I'm like going back and forth but remember back in the day like I don't I didn't know how to control it I guess I didn't know how to use the computer but remember like on AZ lyrics or whatever on um, page and you printed out the page and it would be like 25 pages came like out of the printer. Oh my goodness. My mom used to look at me so crazy. And I'm just like, it's for school. It's for school. And I'll just hurry up and like try to grab it from the printer and run with it. Y'all, one page of it was the, the lyrics and everything else was just nonsense. And I was just wasting my parents' ink. And I was young, so I didn't know how expensive ink was. But I'm just like, man, like I, it was really that deep for me. And so it's like, why then, Samantha, do you not have the same energy when it comes to 
meditating on my word and memorizing scriptures. And I said, oh, you're right. And it's like, y'all, you have to realize that when we are in seasons of our lives where we're in warfare and we're just going through a lot and we just need spiritual healing or deliverance, Beyonce's lyrics are not going to sustain us. Like Jay-Z's lyrics, Sierra's lyrics, they're not going to fight the enemy. Like we can't war with that. You know what I mean? So it's like, y'all, like when God tells us to meditate on his word day and night, it's for a reason. And the fact that I know many, like, the people that I hanged with that we memorized these songs. And these songs were long. Like, it had the verse one, the chorus, verse two, verse three. And we knew it word from word. So that tells me that we're capable of memorizing scripture. We're capable of memorizing verses. It's just not something that we choose to do. But we can definitely do it. So it's like, y'all are trying. You, we're going we're gonna to face some hardships, y'all, like, God never promises. He never tells us that we're not going to face hardship. He never tells us that um, we're going to live a life that is just going to be beautiful roses, you know? No, like, we are going to face trials and tribulations. And the word of God is what's going to keep us grounded. It's what's going to keep us sustained um, when the enemy comes and tries to lie to us about who we are and about what we're doing. We can have the word that is in us, that we've meditated on, that we've memorized to defeat him with that we can throw back at him like no like God said I'm I'm the head and not the tail I'm above and not beneath and that I have dominion over you like if we don't know these words if we haven't memorized the scripture if we haven't been meditating on his word we won't know this when I was in school I remember um you know going to class and just listening to everything that the professor said I'm not gonna lie sometimes I wouldn't I would never go in the book I would just take what whatever they were saying I'll take the notes on it the powerpoints I'll take notes on it and I just studied that for the test. And I remember one time I had a test in front of me and I was just like, uh, the teacher never said anything about this. Like we never talk about this in class. And during the test, I went and asked them, like, I don't recall this. Like, I don't even know what this means. And she said it was in the book. Y'all, I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry. I was like, what? Why would you put something on the test that you never spoke about in class? But all this was in my head. I knew that there was nothing I could say at that point because there was a reason why she told us to buy the book. There was a reason why she told us to, you know, read the chapters. I just chose not to do it. Like, I just I just decided that, oh, well, if you're going to talk about it in class, then why do I need to read the book? And I thought I was going to pass the test. I got some questions wrong. There was questions I just couldn't answer because I just didn't know because I never went in the book. And God showed me, like, that's exactly what a lot of us Christians, a lot of us believers go through, that um, we're so dependent on other people for the word of God. And we're just so dependent on going to church and just feeling like whatever the pastor says today is going gonna, is gonna to keep me throughout the whole week. But then life happens and we, we go through something or, you know, something out of the ordinary happens and we're thinking deeply about what the pastor said and we're like wait pastor never said this was going to happen pastor never told me what i was supposed to do if this situation aroused and guess what it may be a test god is testing us and we fail the test but guess what the answer the whole time was in the book of life it was in the bible had we been disciplined and intentional about 
actually going back to the source, going back to the word of God and studying the word for ourselves, then we wouldn't fail the test. You know what I mean? Like that wouldn't have been a reason why we failed the test because we just didn't go back to the word. So I pray that would help somebody just with that, you know, that story and that analogy in this, it tells us that if we study the word and we observe it, we are going to be sure to do the things that it says if we are being intentional. And in that, we will then be prosperous and we will have good success. So again, you have to know the word of God. Not too long ago, I think it was in 2018, of course. It was in 2018 and I was listening to um, Ty Tribbett's podcast. So Ty Tribbett, Pastor Ty Tribbett, my apologies, he has a church in Orlando, Florida. Encourage you guys, if you have the time and you want to listen to a sermon, definitely check out his podcast um, because it's it's really good. It's really good. And I remember one time I was just listening to it, um, one of his sermons, and he was, you know, talking about God's word and the analogy that he used was just so vital. It was so like, whoa. Um, he was saying, imagine if your crush, there was a book on your crush. And on your crush, there was everything in the book about what he likes or what she likes, what they dislike, what makes them happy, what makes them mad, what makes them sad, you know, how you can please them, you know, what would they find honorable, what are they looking for in you, in a person. Imagine a book about your crush and everything you need to know about your crush or your wife or your husband or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, right? Or your friend, you know, like everything that you just need to know, like that will better the relationship that you just be able to, you know, get to know that person. I'm sure many of us would want that book. I personally would want that book. If I, if my crush, if there was a book on him and I, I get to know everything about him because sometimes it's so hard. Like we don't, we can't read people's minds. So it's just like, if everything, all your thoughts and everything's in that book, oh, best believe I'm going to spend the money and I'm going to buy the book, right? Like I'm going to read the book. But y'all, it's the same way with God and the Bible. Like God's word is everything. We can know so much about God from his word. Sometimes we're in life and we're just so confused, not knowing the direction that we should take or what God may think about the situation or what he may be trying to tell us in the season. If y'all open up y'all Bibles and y'all read the word of God, when I tell you, you will get so much more clarity. You'll be like, oh, that's what God want me to do. <laughs> like, you know, and it's not your fault. It's not our fault because we live in this world where we just want things to be in black and white. We want the answer right then and there. We don't want to go look in the book. And, you know, personally speaking, like in class, in school, I didn't want to go back to the book. Like just teacher, just tell me what the answer is, you know. But no, it doesn't work that way. You know, it doesn't work that way. So it's just good to go back to the word of God so you can fact check some things because not everybody who claims to be a believer, not everybody who claims to be a Christian is giving you the truth. I'm sorry. Like they're not. And so that's why it's so important for us to read the word of God for ourselves so we can know when what they're coming with us is truth or if it's not truth. And remember that God is love. So everything that that everything about him is just love. Like he's not out to get us. He's not out to see us fall. He doesn't want to see us fail. Like he doesn't want to see us hurt. It's not him, y'all. It's just the world that we live in. 
And so we have to be guarded and we have to go back to the source. We have to go back to God for ourselves and know God. And the only way we can know God is if we read his word, y'all. We, if we read his word, we can, you know, begin to understand him a little bit better. We can begin to understand our circumstances and our seasons a little bit better. We can know how to be a better Christian and what it means to be a follower of Christ and what it means to be a disciple of Christ and what it means to be a light in this world. But that all goes to reading our word, it all goes to being intentional about wanting to know God for ourselves. But I just pray that, you know, you guys are still with me and that you guys are gain, getting something from this. And I hear a lot that, you know, people will be on this journey and sometimes they're in seasons where they're just so confused and they feel like God is not speaking to me. And I'll ask them, okay, you, you feel like God's not speaking to you. Well, did you ever take time to actually sit there and ask that he speaks to you, you know? And they'll be honest and they'll say, no, I haven't. And I just want to, like, reiterate that God is so loving. He's such a gentleman, y'all. And he's looking for us to be intentional and to make room for him, you know, like, he wants to be invited in. Like, he's there. Like, of course, he loves us and he wants to be there. But we have to invite him in. And if we're wanting to hear from God, we have to sit there and say, okay, God, quiet every noise in my mind, every, you know, thought that is not of you. Quiet them so that I can hear you clearly. Open my eyes so that I can see your glory, that I can see what it is that you're trying to show me. Like, open my ears so that I can hear you. If we don't do that, we'll miss God's voice. We'll miss what he's trying to do. And not only that, um, if we're not reading our word, it's, it's, it's going to be very, 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 very difficult to discern or very difficult to distinguish the voice of God. Yeah, the devil knows the Bible, y'all. He knows. He was there. He was there long time, long, long time ago. He's been here for a while. He knows the word of God. He knows what the scripture says. And we know that because when um, Jesus was in the wilderness, after his 40-day fast and the, the devil came to him and wanted to tempt him, he spit scripture at Jesus. And Jesus wasn't a fool. He knows he knew God's word. So don't think that the enemy doesn't know God's word because he does. And if the enemy knows God's word and you don't know God's word, that's an issue. Because what's going to happen is he's going to hit you with a bunch of lies. He's going to tell you that this is good because God's word said this, this and this. And you're going to say, oh, well, that's that's biblical. I remember hearing that from the pastor one time 10 years ago. So. You know, maybe I should do that. No, y'all. I don't know why we think that the enemy wouldn't use God's word against us. Again, his plan is to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's going to do that no matter how he has to do it, who has to be hurt. He don't care. So if he has to know God's word, if he got to study God's word for himself to, to come and confuse us and come to distract us and come to tempt us and twist the word of God, Oh, best believe he's going to do that. He's going to do it. And so it's our duty to know God's word for ourselves. And sometimes what happens is we lie to God sometimes, y'all. And why, what I mean by that is that sometimes we'll, you know, the song, you know, Jesus take the wheel, right? Um, and we always say, oh, God, take the wheel. Oh, God, I surrender. Oh, God, I say yes. Right. And 
we tell God, okay, God, you can be the driver and I will just sit in the passenger seat. And so God is just, you know, leading us. He's driving. He's going at the pace of grace. But what happens is if we're not in tune with God, if we're not one with him, if we fail to be intentional about spending time with him to understand or get clarity about our life and our purpose and our calling, what happens is if he's taking us on a route that we never seen before that's making us a little bit uncomfortable, we'll literally begin to put our hands on the steering wheel and turn the wheel into the direction that is comfortable for us or a direction that we've seen before or that we know. Or we even go to the extremes of putting our feet on the actual brakes and breaking God. That's doing is just hindering us or it's blocking us or it's delaying us from reaching where we need to go or delaying our purpose, delaying our calling because we failed to be one with God. And so we don't know where he's taking us. We we failed to see the vision. We failed to, to see the revelation because we're not being intentional about our time with God. And so we miss what he's doing. And when he's trying to lead us, we hinder him from leading us because we press a pause or we try to, to steer the steering wheel into the direction that we see is more comfortable or that we see is going to be more easier. And think about it naturally, y'all. Like, I know I, I kind of took it natural when I, you know, talk about the physical car, but think about it even naturally. Like, me, I'm a, like, very calm driver. Either I'm going to be very calm or I'm going to be very reckless. Like, there's no in-between. But for the most part, I'm very calm. And so when people get in my car, and I'm sure, like, you can relate. When you're driving, maybe, you know, you drive fast. But once you get into the passenger seat of someone else's car and they begin to drive fast, like you're like, oh, you get very scared or fearful or, oh, my gosh, like, listen, like I'm in the car. Like you're not driving for yourself. Are you trying to kill me? And that's me. Like people will be like, Smith, put your feet on the gas. Like, hurry up. Don't let the light get red on you. Right. And I'm just like, who's driving? Like, chill. We're going to get there. Right. That's me. And I'm sure you have your ways of driving. And I'm sure you've been in a car before where you ever like been in the passenger seat. And you've like put your position, your foot to press the brakes when there's no brakes in front of you. But it was just like an instinct. Think about it with God. Like God is all knowing. He knows our life even before we were in our mother's rooms. So he knows the way that we should go. He knows the path that we need to take. Once we get that in our lives, once we get to a place where we are fully submitted to God, that we're not just saying things out of our mouth and not fully surrendering, when we actually fully surrender to God and say, okay, God, have it your way, like literally drive, like you you have all control, then we could be peaceful, you know? We could be a little bit more peaceful and a little bit more joyful knowing that, all right, I get to chill. God knows everything. He knows what he's doing. Like I could even take a nap if I want. So you ever been in a car and you didn't trust the driver, and you were so tired, but you had to stay awake just in case something crazy happened. I've experienced that. Like, I've been so tired, but I'm like, I don't trust this person. I need to stay up. But we can actually rest in God. Like, we can actually rest in the car. We can actually go to sleep and trust that God is going to take care of us. Like, he's not going to leave us in some mess. He's not going to take us the wrong direction. He knows the direction. And if we continually study his word, if we continue to meditate on his word, we continue to open up the book of life and get to know him a little bit better. We'll understand sometimes what he's trying to do in the season of life that we're in. It's not a one way streak. Like it's not just, you know, God is going to take control. and We just can't have any questions. No, 
it's okay to ask questions. You have a question about the way they're deciding to take the shortcut or this, you know, this longer way that they're taking, there's a purpose behind it, you know? And so it's okay to, you know, be in the passenger seat and question God sometimes like, oh God, you know, I saw that you took this way. You know, why? You know what I mean? Like, he's not like, how do I explain it? Like, we have to remember God is so loving. Like, he wants to share, share, you know, revelations with us and visions with us. Like, he wants us to be one with him. You know, it says in all that getting, gain understanding. And so if you want to understand what it is that God's doing in your life or what he's doing in this season, ask him. Because then we can gain understanding. And that way when another believer or another person, you know, comes to you and they're asking you about your journey or asking you about the path that you're taking in your life, you have the answers because you've been in tune with God. You've been asking God. And so now you're knowledgeable about it. And now you can share this knowledge with other people. But if you just sat back there and you never asked anything, you just went with the flow. You never asked these questions. When somebody comes in and asks you, you don't even know what to say. And that's not going to help that person in their faith. They're going to want to know. Some people really want to know things and they want to be knowledgeable themselves. And it's okay. Like God is not going to shun us away. He's not withholding information from us. He calls us his friend and he says, I'm calling you friend because friends know the plans and he wants to share his plans with us. He wants us to be one with him. He wants us to be one with other believers. And if we can ask him for knowledge and ask him for understanding, he will give it to us. If we ask him for wisdom, he will give it to us. And then we can share that insight with other people and that can help them and trust God in their own life because they see how successful you are because of the way you're allowing God to lead you. I just believe that there's somebody out there that really needs to hear this. I encourage you to read your word, y'all. Read it, read it, read it, read it, read it reading God's word it changed my life for the better y'all like I'm still being transformed there are some things in me that God is still working on there are some things that I'm trying to you know better and 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 perfect you know what I mean but it all takes time it all it's a process it's not going to happen overnight but you can begin by spending a few minutes with God meditate on his word day and night it's for a reason y'all he doesn't tell us these things just to give us busy work no like they're for a reason just like in school when they tell us to go back and read the chapter and if we want to have peace if we want to know the answer if we want to have understanding regarding these tests we have to read his word and again i thank you 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 so much for tuning in um to the being one podcast um i'm just so excited about this journey i'm so excited to take this journey on with you all and just for us to be one together and us to be one with god um well us to be one with christ and just just get to that next level of glory in our lives y'all and i love you so much god loves you so 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 much um have a blessed day